JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, JM in the AM.org.
JM in the AM with Nachamu on this Arab Shabbos Nachamu done by Aspak Laria off of their Kuma CD. And we say welcome to a JM in the AM Friday morning. I want to thank Stan in our studio. He kept the music rolling as we were preparing for our show here in Stay Rote. And I, uh, I welcome all of you to this uh, very special Friday morning broadcast. It's special because, number one, we're in Stay Road. And I know a lot of people think that's a great accomplishment. I don't know if I think it's a great accomplishment, but I think it's an amazing opportunity to show love and solidarity for our brothers and sisters who are in a difficult, uh, um, a difficult situation this summer here in Israel. Uh, as we record this show, it's about 3 o'clock in the morning in the United States, in the Eastern Time Zone, so we don't have the latest, latest news, but we do know that there are some rockets flying toward Ashkelon and uh, other areas of this region, and uh, we pray for the safety of our brothers and sisters, of course, and continue to pray for the uh, amazing um, personnel of the Israel Defense Forces. Um want to thank everybody here at Stay Road who have uh, opened up their, um, uh, their wonderful uh, community to us this morning. And uh, the second reason we're here, in addition to that very important reason of, reason of showing solidarity and being in this area of Israel, the second reason we're here is because for months, and I mean that literally, for months, an amazing group of people that I'm privileged to be part of uh, have been planning a Hachnasa Sefer Torah, a big Sefer Torah celebration in the Ethiopian synagogue in the city of Sterot. And uh, we were involved because... Months ago, Yossi Babel happened to ask me about the possibility of finding somebody to donate a Sefer Torah, one that was desperately needed in the Ethiopian synagogue. And as I have pointed out many times in the last few weeks, the team of Simon and Dr. Joe from West Orange, New Jersey, came through immediately. And we said that uh, unlike uh, a lot of situations where you see the celebration, Hachnas Sefer Torah first, and then the Torah actually that day or shortly after be uh, presented uh, to the synagogue. In this case, uh, Simon insisted that the Torah be delivered to the synagogue immediately and that we would plan on coming for the big celebration at some point. We didn't realize that it would be the summer of 2014 uh, when a trip to Israel and, of course, to stay wrote would be so meaningful to people here. And today is the day we celebrate. Uh, today, uh, Simon Jacob and Dr. Joe Rosazada and uh, members of their families and myself and Rabbi Sharbat from West Orange, New Jersey, uh, Rabbi Siegel from Staten Island, and so many uh, uh, wonderful people who are joining us are all going to be celebrating a couple of hours from now right after this radio broadcast in that beautiful Hachnasa Sefer Torah celebration in the Ethiopian synagogue. There's a lot to say about that. There's a lot to say about Stay Rote. Yossi Baumel has promised us some amazing guests for this hour, so stay tuned. Rabbi Yudin, of course, is going to speak to us in hour number three. And uh, today is one of those rare Fridays where we, we will not conduct a weekly update. We're not going to be speaking with Malcolm Honline today, uh, but that will return next week. Today we are dedicating our show uh, to this amazing visit to the city of Stayrote. And we'll talk more about Stayrote and more about this Safer Torah celebration coming up right here at JM in the AM. A big thank you to PC Guy, who's leading our engineering team here in Israel, doing an amazing job. We continue to recommend his website as probably the best way to get in touch with him for services both in Israel and around the world. I've mentioned many times how he's uh, amazing in fixing computers that are thousands of miles away from him. Go to thepcguy.co.il, thepcguy.co.il. I want to thank um, uh, our friends at the Inbal Hotel, whose hospitality has been amazing. Uh, they continue to be an amazing sponsor of ours. 
and our journeys to Israel. And we may have some very special things going on with the Inbal at the beginning of next week. When you tune in Monday morning for our show from Jerusalem, you have no idea, nor do I at the moment, uh, know where we're going to be broadcasting from, but I think the Inbal is going to be playing a very big role in that. And, of course, Tuesday will be with Nefesh Benefesh. A big thank you to Miriam L. Wallach, general manager of the Nachum Siegel Network, who brilliantly has pieced together this trip. She and I yesterday had a, a journey of a lifetime as we were, um, I think, even closer to Gaza than we are now. Uh, we were in, uh, we were in, oh gosh. Do you want me to help? Yeah. Kfar Aza? No, what was the other Kfar one? Maimon. Kfar Maimon. We were in Kfar, Kfar Maimon. Maimon. Kfar Maimon and in Kfar Aza. Right. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? And Baruch Hashem, I'm Good. doing fine. Excellent. And <laughs> among the people that we met just a few hundred yards away from the Gaza Strip were soldiers from the United States of America, including one from Livingston, New Jersey. That was, it was unbelievable meeting him. Hmm. Uh, first name was Gabi, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, last name Choma. Yeah. Are we allowed to release that information? Well, we did already. Is that confidential? <laughs> Is the IDF going to come after us now? I don't know. I got a big picture of him. I think it's on that's Facebook <laughs> with his flak jack that says... Uh, Where are the pictures? Are they on uh, I am, Single Network page? I am presently trying to upload them literally as we speak. All right. Check them out, folks. We had an amazing day. Uh, we should give credit to Uriel Nachum. Correct. From Kfar Maimon. His family name is Nahum. Right. Let's not confuse. We have a picture of me in front of the Nahum sign in front of their house, which is pretty funny. Right. Um, they, uh, he was one of the most remarkable people we've ever met. When the soldiers started coming down to that area and the staging area for Gaza began to form around the town of uh, Kfar Maimon, he and an amazing group of volunteers, mostly led by the women of the community, started cooking meals, started collecting shampoo and underwear and everything they need. You name it. Everything's there. We have photos that you'll see. Uh, They started shuttling (laughs) soldiers from the base to homes to shower. They formed a WhatsApp group. They formed a WhatsApp group that had over 50,000 messages. Right. So people can be up to date on what services are being provided by this. And this was all volunteer. The Army never expected any of this. And Uriel said that he has basically not gone to work. In right. four weeks. He, he took has, up a month from work. Right, basically. He has dedicated himself to this mission. And after a remarkable, remarkable afternoon, which it really was, and Nachum, um, we both agreed that we, we spent our day with Jewish heroes. We started with Rabbi Fass in the morning. That's right. You know, s- s- single-handedly, and with uh, with Tony Gelbart, obviously, and his team at Nefesh Benefesh, they are bringing all these olim, and we look forward to next week. And then we finish the day with... 22-year-olds, 19-year-olds who are literally on the front lines and thanking us for visiting them, which was completely remarkable. We we saw a 22-year-old soldier, I think he was actually a commander, Yehoshua, who asked me what my 22-year-old does in New York. Right. Oopsie daisies. That was a tough (laughs) tough conversation. It was really amazing. But it was quite remarkable when we met Gabi Choma and... um, and all of a sudden we were sitting in that car in Kfar Aza and we're talking to the Chayalim through the window and all of a sudden that perfect English comes I out. Know. And you said, I am Nachum Siegel. And five minutes later, he's like, can I take a picture from my mom? <laughs> and out cool. came this, out And it came turns this out that both Simon and Dr. Joe know the Choma family oh, from really? Livingston, New Jersey. Of course so they do. Of course is right. Of course. All right, guests from Stay Road and plenty more coming up. It's a very special Friday morning. Erev Shabbat Nachamu here at JM in the AM. I believe candle lighting in the New York area is 743, 743 on this Erev Shabbos Parshas Ves, Hanan Erev Shabbos Nachamu, 
743 is candlelighting time. We are going to conduct this JMNAM radio program, a unique one for a Friday, a little bit different than usual, no weekly update this week. And then we're going to proceed to the Ethiopian synagogue where we are going to participate in the Hachnasa Sefer Torah, a very, very special Torah which we will describe with some very special guests coming up. Keep it here on this Arab Shabbos Nachamu at JM in the AM.
you'll dry the tears that shriek your weary face. Your wounded soul will be consoled by the wonders of this place. Laugh away the fears. There's no need to be afraid. This storm will pass. See sunlight splash on these stones and on your face. After these long days of sorrow, after these long nights, and there'll come a time to leave the sadness behind. We'll rejoice again. After this black night passes, a new light will dawn, and you'll see. Look how it shines. Follow the signs. Nachamu ami. Nachamu ami. So be strong, be true, be brave. You gotta keep your head up high. You're young and you'll be smiling soon. There's no need to cry. So smile and dry the tears. The day will soon be gone. We'll rise again. Throw off these chains. Return to carry on. After these long days of sorrow, after these long nights, and there'll come a time to leave. Sadness behind. We'll rejoice again after this black night passes. A new light will dawn, and you'll see. Look how we shine. Follow the signs. Nachamu ami. Nachamu ami. Yeah, yeah. Nachamu ami. in the AM with Aryeh Kunzler on this Arab Shabbos Nachamu. Before that, a group called Shamayim, who I believe are based up in spot with their version of Nachamu Ami. Hey, this is the day to play some Arab Shabbos Nachamu music. It's in fact Arab Shabbos Nachamu, and we're spending it in State Road. Uh, doing a radio show and then uh, participating in the big Hachnasa Sefer Torah that we've been anticipating for months. 
We'll give you details about that coming up. Moshe Schwartz is here. Anything but a typical Passaic, New Jersey youngster. Uh, Moshe Schwartz, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You ever hear of this show before? Yeah, you know. <laughs> they listen in State Road, huh? <laughs> so give me the uh, give me the lowdown. You go to elementary school in New Jersey, I assume. Yeah, and I then, uh, and then I went to I started off in uh, YZY, a uh, small yeshiva in Muncie. I went right. there for two years, and then I switched into MTA. I finished off high school. I uh, then went on to Yeshiva Yisodei Torah, learned there my Shana Aleph, and then a little bit into my Shana Bet, I switched into Steroids. Right, and uh, how do you even find out about Stay Road? Had you, had you visited here during Shana Aleph? Well, no, I, I, I went for one Shabbos, you know, to check out, just like, you know, you know Stay Road sounds like a cool place to visit. And uh, when I got here, you know, I saw the yeshiva, uh, and I was very impressed, you know, the very serious people here. Um, the, the, the I feel the yeshiva almost... It's like a prototype for yeshivas in Israel to a certain extent, the way that it interacts with the community. We're not just a yeshiva that is located in Sterot. We are the yeshiva of Sterot. And I thought that was something very special, something I want to be a part of. There are no other American students, American meaning American students whose parents are still in the United States, in Sterot at this time, correct? They are, they are not, You're no. the only one. Yeah. Does that make it, I don't know, difficult for you? It's not a big deal? How would you describe it? I mean, in the beginning it was pretty rough. I mean, when I got there, you know, people were like, Mashum Chai, how are you, what's your name? And I had no idea it was flying. I, I didn't know any <laughs> Hebrew. But, um, you know, you battle through it, you work through it, and then, you know, it's very gratifying now to be where I am that I, you know, more or less I understand what's going on. Are people I mean, in New Jersey concerned for your safety? Well, yeah, you know, people in New Jersey, they hear of steroid and they think, oh, so you're learning in Gaza. That's what's going on, you know. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, the yeshiva, you know, obviously you have to be very careful. You know, when you hear a seven dome, you go to a shelter. And in addition to that, you know, we have like, you know, the Star Wars grade weaponry in the Iron Dome. And, you know, we have a great army. We also learn here. We feel that, you know, that helps the this, this situation. And, you know, Baruch Hashem, you know, in the last round of fighting, I don't think there are any um, uh, fatalities uh, in steroids. Uh, how many soldiers have passed through here over the last month? Oh, it's been great. There have been a lot. I mean, it started off with uh, maybe around 100 that came in, and uh, and then just more came. I think one the Friday morning, just a few weeks ago, it was like, you know, four or 500, you know, soldiers just came in. And uh, it was great. We had Shabbos with them, and it was just, it was really, you know, probably the best Shabbos I've ever had in my life. It was very amazing experience. Moshe Schwartz is here from Passaic, New Jersey, uh, now in Stay Road. Uh, did the yeshiva students have a role in helping the soldiers with the stuff that you were doing as a volunteer or well, in any way helping them? Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, we were sharing dorms with them. Um, you know, they were very, I think, grateful for the fact that, you know, how, you know, warm and welcome we are. I mean, one soldier mentioned that uh, there's a certain feeling you get when you go home and you see your family and you see your parents. And he said he felt that when he came to our yeshiva. This is a Chiloni soldier. Uh, and, you know, it's very special to feel that you're in a position where you're able to actually, you know, like make a difference to an extent. These are people who have been in Gaza and were returning for Shabbos or people who are on their way out to Gaza. I mean, you just feel, you know, life is more real in Sterot. Uh Is this the beginning of an American program in the yeshiva in Sterot? Are you going to be the first of what will be hundreds of students whose parents and families are back in the United States, but they're coming to study here? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we were actually trying to start an American program. It's sort of hard to pull Americans to steer up by virtue of, you know, its reputation of being, you know, kind of in Gaza, as people would consider it from America. But it's really an amazing place. And, you know, the people here are really excited to meet Americans, to see Americans, see Americans in the yeshiva. They've been extraordinarily welcoming to me. If there's anyone out there who's interested in learning steroids, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity. Are you going to remain here through the rest of the summer and then, uh, you know, for even more than that? Yeah, I plan on drafting a Mishashem with the yeshiva this coming March draft. Um, uh, so I'll be in the so I'll be in the yeshiva till March, and then I'll be drafting into the army. Right, with the, with boys the, your age. Yeah, with the guys in my shir. Wow, unbelievable. Well, call a kavod to you. A pleasure meeting you. <laughs> what message should we give back to the people in New Jersey? You know, I mean, it's uh, you know, it wasn't easy for me, you know, coming into Sterot, but uh, you know, there are easier paths to coming here. <laughs> 
you know, I mean, people talk about, you know, is it Chiyuv to make Aliyah? Is it Rishus to make Aliyah? At the end of the day, I mean, you know, our entire story of our history have been getting to Israel and getting kicked out of Israel. I mean, at this point, it's time to get back. Thank you so much. Amazing. Moshe Schwartz, one of the prides of the Garden State from Passaic, New Jersey. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much. And enjoy your Shabbos Nachamu and stay road. Uh, we're here today because we have a uh, wonderful Safer Torah celebration coming up right after we finish this radio show. And we'll give you details about that coming up here at JMDM. I do want to remind everybody that the uh, Teret Kohanim uh, Division and the One Israel Fund have a unity concert that's uh, taking place tomorrow night in upstate New York. And I hope everybody uh, goes and enjoys uh, whenever an event is um, uh, is planned and is designated as one that's a unity event for Israel. It's so important, even if it's a musical event, to make sure it's well attended. It's happening tomorrow night at 11 p.m. up at the Master Gym on Mall Road in Barryville, New York. It stars God Elbaz and Eighth Day and a whole bunch of other performers. And uh, for information, you can contact Atarat Kohanim or the One Israel Fund. Let's make sure that it's going to be well attended and uh, and um, a great success. Yossi Baumel, why don't you join me here for a moment? Yossi Baumel was with us Monday at JM in the AM. And uh, it was that day that we were sitting and talking about this very day here in Stay Road. And you're going to introduce us to a couple of uh, special guests in just a moment. Um, nice to see you here on this side of the world, Yossi Baumel. N- nice to see you on this side of the world. Tadaraba. Good to be here, to say the least. I don't understand something. And I'm not making light of what's going on, especially today, because we know that uh, in Ashkelon there's uh, things happening, etc. But uh, ever since we landed here, we seem to be in a, uh, I don't know, much more calm environment than the one we were in a couple of weeks ago. Would you say that that that, that would be a good description of the situation now in Israel? Uh, Nachum, I tried to explain this to you on the radio, and in all of my talks in the United States... In America, everybody's worried. Over here, despite the terrible losses that we suffered, the spirit of the people here is so strong and so optimistic. And hopefully we will lead our leaders in the same path. Uh, we know that the lives are in Be'at Hashem, so we can't judge our leaders because God's running the show as far as that goes. But each of us can make a difference by being calm, by going about our lives and doing what has to be done. And Baruch Hashem, that's what the people here in do, do, and stay are doing today, but they've been doing it for weeks already. Right. So even those who are following, and there are a lot of people in the United States and listeners of ours who follow the Red Alert apps, and when they see, you know, Ashkelon, for instance, dominating the morning news, etc., they may get the feeling that, I don't know, Israel's under fire. They have to realize that it, it's, it's not like that, that, you know, we're not minimizing what people in Ashkelon and other areas go through, but it's not, that's not the way to look at it if you're uh, trying to figure out what's happening in Israel. You have to understand it's not a personal thing. The danger to any specific individual is infinitesimal. Correct. But the entire country follows the rules not to let them to have the pleasure thereof, of a victory over us even by killing one Jew. And that's why we all do these things. And that's the spirit that we have here. But nevertheless, we, are, we, we, we have to understand as far as the state of Israel goes, no country in the world would take even a half a missile shot at them. And here we are. And as I told them this morning, what I think Israel's reaction would be that at the first stage we wouldn't react at all to give a chance for them to calm down once again. This is the situation, but the people are strong. That's the greatest message of the last two months, is that the Am Yisrael Chai and the people are really strong. And not that we would ever make any recommendations to people, but if people are planning on coming to Israel and are planning on spending some time here in August, uh, all we could do is encourage them. Keep those plans in Absolutely. place. Absolutely. A lot of people are contacting there. me. 
I told my wife already it's not going to be one day vacation this summer because there are groups coming all the time. We have people coming. To, we have two groups tomorrow at the same time tomorrow. We have other people coming throughout the week. We have a lot of groups planning to come towards the end of August. There is just a lot of people who want to come and to get a little taste of the spirit that I'm talking about here in Israel. All right. Help us introduce our next guest. Who do we have? Is it Orna Cohen who's going to oh, be joining us? One second. I, these guys have to travel to the, ah, to the Galil. And, this and is where's your cake holding, Orna? It's out. It's okay. So you have another five minutes. Okay, great. So we're going to have we'll introduced to you Yehuda and Benjamin Leibler. All right, let's sit them down. Their parents, Rami and uh, Papsi Leibler, live in Harnoff. They were honored at our dinner as parents of the year. They I are, remember them. Yeah, they're not uh, Americans. They're Israelis. His mother, their mother, actually was Naftali Bennett's babysitter. <laughs> Uh, when he was a little boy. I think you mentioned so that. So they share a very important uh, quality with the leaders of our country, uh, but they're the future's leader of our country. In any case, let them talk instead of me. Okay? All right, so Yehuda and Benjamin Leibler are here, and uh, let's just turn that around. Let's put the microphone on the left side. Uh, which one's Yehuda? Shalom and Boker Tov to you. Well, you got it? There we go. Shalom and Boker Tov to you too. I see your English is not so bad. Well, thanks very much. Binyamin, welcome to you as well. Hey, good morning. Shalom, shalom. shalom. Uh, so tell me about your... Who's older, by the way? The one who looks older. The one who looks older. <laughs> thanks so, very so, much. So tell, me, tell me about your progression. I mean, uh, how, how did you end up in Yeshiva and Sderot? Well, uh, first of all, uh, Binyamin and I were both uh, born and raised in uh, Jerusalem. Right. Two out of uh, seven brothers. Um, I came here at the uh, end of high school, uh, 12th grade. I was uh, looking for yeshiva, for Hestel Yeshiva to go to. My friend just suggested one day, let's go down to Zderot. And I said, yeah, okay, whatever. And I came here and decided to stay here. What is it that attracted you to here? The Limud. An amazing power of uh, Torah learning here. That uh, The moment I opened the um, heavy uh, rocket-proof uh, glass doors on the front of the Beit Midrash. And it was in the middle, in the middle of the... Uh, Afternoon seder, and I opened the door, and it was just this boom of uh, of a noise of uh, of limud. And it was powerful. I've been to other uh, to s- several other yeshivot, and that was powerful. I decided to stay here. And that sound can drown out the rocket fire. Yes, it does. It does drown. It, it out. does. My wife calls me sometimes and says, "Are you okay? We had uh, there was just a uh, there was just a tseva adom." And I said, "I didn't hear anything." My mother sometimes calls and said, "Are you okay? The, the news just reported tseva adom." Like tseva adom. You have no idea. And when did you get here? Uh, I came here this year. Uh, same thing after 12th grade. I came here about the same reasons. I checked a few places and I came here because I, the Rabbanim really inspired me. Um, from the Rabbanim, the serious uh, limud and the also the purpose over here is really the 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 dagesh that they give you is about the achdut, the union in Am Yisrael. It's, you have Charedi Rabbanim, you have Dati Rabbanim. It's all in from inside Torah. That's what uh, really inspired me. I know the yeshiva is always reaching out to other parts of the community. You as students feel that in the yeshiva? Of course. Yes. And people come in and they're from other parts of the community and they study Torah there? I'll tell you, I noticed this I noticed this, uh, this phenomenon even before I entered the yeshiva. When my friend and I came in the 12th grade, we didn't know the way to the yeshiva. And we ended up on the completely, on the outskirts of Sderot. And we asked people, and we just asked someone uh, already, do you know where the yeshiva is? Of course. Go that direction. So we went, we went in the direction it was pointing. We found another guy. You know where the yeshiva? Everyone we met, and we were 
complete, uh, it's embarrassing, we were completely on the other <laughs> side of town, but everyone we met along no, the way knew exactly where the yeshiva is. And this is something that the, the mayor of the town once told uh, Rav Fendel, uh, um, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Alon Davidi. He said right. to Rav Fendel, there are many cities in Israel uh, with, uh, with a Hesdel yeshiva, yeshiva in them. This is a Hesdel yeshiva with a city around it. Amazing. I love it. Uh, what about army service? Is that something you've done already? Yes. Uh, this is a Hesdel program. I'm in my fifth year now. It's a five-year program where we do a year and a half uh, studies in the yeshiva, another year and a half in the army, and then another two years in the yeshiva. Uh, I served in the paratroopers. Um, I, uh, I was uh, released uh, two years ago. Um, so basically... Uh, you still have to do miluim? And, uh, yeah, of course. Um Anything, anything over the last month, or this was not your role? Um, well, uh, my wife, happily for my wife, and yeah, okay, for me too, uh, I wasn't called up. Um, we were, we got you married. You sound a little disappointed. <laughs> yes, I was a little disappointed. We're very gung ho over here, but um, yeah, sure, I, I, I got married eight days before this whole thing broke out. Wow, that's all tough to you. Thanks very much. We moved down here. Exactly um, at the end of the Sheva Bochot, and exactly the day after we came here, you know, it was quiet. Suddenly there was a fireworks display from Gaza. And, uh, you know, um, so uh, my wife really needed me by her side, and I, uh, so I'm happy to do that, but sure. Some, so some people this. would say you lucked out. You wouldn't use that expression. <laughs> no, not in this lifetime, no. Amazing, absolutely amazing. And Binyamin, your schedule with the army? Um, I have a f- I think half a year, or maybe I'll do another in Yeshiva, Mezrat Hashem. Wow, unbelievable. Kol to both of you. A pleasure meeting you. Thanks very much. Uh, we have Yehuda and Binyamin uh, Leibler yeah. uh, from Yerushalayim, now studying in Steyrot. And we wish Mazal Tov to Yehuda and his wife. And uh, this is a perfect example of the amazing youth that you will find, uh, not just in Israel, but in this area of Israel who are ready to serve at a moment's notice and are disappointed when they're not able to, which is pretty incredible. More coming up here at JM in the AM as we uh, uh, continue on this Friday morning broadcast. As we've been reminding everybody, we are here not only to show solidarity with Stay Road and to be here with um, uh, this incredible uh, uh, group of people on this uh, Erev Shabbat Nachamu, uh, but there is a, uh, an amazing and incredible Hachnasa Sefer Torah that's going to be happening later today. And uh, that Hachnasa Sefer Torah is going to be happening at the uh, Ethiopian synagogue here in Stay Road. And why are we part of it? We will explain all of that coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
Shabbos candle lighting at 743 in the New Jersey, New York area on this Erev Shabbos Parshas Ve'eschan on Erev Shabbos Nachamu. Thank you everybody for joining us for a very special Friday morning. Uh, by the way, um, and we will talk in a moment, uh, in a couple of moments, about the Hachnasa uh, Sefer Torah that's going on here and the background behind it, in addition to uh, Simon Jacob and Dr. Joe Rosazada, uh, who are here, Rabbi Sharbat, who is the Rabbi of the uh, Sephardic Minion, would that be the right way of saying it? The Sephardic Minion, the Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David of West Orange, New Jersey. He is here. It's a tremendous kavod, a tremendous honor for us to have him here. And uh, Rabbi Chaim 
Nassan Nate Siegel, who is uh, the rabbi of the New Springville Jewish Center in Staten Island for 30 years and has been uh, one of my uh, greatest advocates for the last 30 years. He is in Stayrot with us today, and he is going to be uh, joining us as well with Athnasa Sefer Torah. So it's great to have great rabbinic leaders here participating with us. It lends uh, an even more uh, authentic atmosphere to this incredible day and this amazing celebration. Orna Cohen is here. Uh, she is a resident of Stayrot, but I guess for us what makes her unique or what makes her story really cool is that she's from South Bend, Indiana. Welcome, you Midwesterner, to JM in the AM. Not too much left of the Midwest by me. No? <laughs> you sound very Israeli for somebody from South Bend. <laughs> How'd that happen? I haven't been in South Bend for 39 years. My gosh. How long ago did you move to Israel? Uh, I moved to Israel in, at the end of high school. Right. And came back to South Bend for one visit since then. And uh, since then, I've lived here. got married. Was that Hashem. unusual for a high schooler to make a decision like that, to go to uh, Israel at I, that time? I must say that from my peer group, my age group, there's a great, great number of people who made Aliyah. Here in Israel from South Bend, right. from my age group, it's amazing. That is pretty All amazing. over. Uh, you moved directly where in Israel? Where was your first Jerusalem. Stop? Right. And then we lived in Arad. We lived in Beit El. And then we, seven years, this week, we're going to celebrate seven years to moving to Israel. So you're a real chalutza. I mean, you, you were in places that uh, I assume were all building when you got there, right? In places like Arad and others. Arad was a small town at the time. It's much deve- it's developed right. very much since then. But um, it was Arad was always a nice town. It was a beautifully planned town. How different is Stay Road today than seven years ago? Because I see a tremendous amount of construction going on and just uh, so much growth happening. Um, Steroid has grown. Steroid, uh, when we came, when we when we came to Steroid, there was time there was a lot, there were a lot of attacks on Steroid, so a lot of people left at the time. And it was it wasn't a ghost town, but it wasn't fully populated. And it's amazed because there's been so much building done in the last two years. Steroid has grown. There, there's a great demand for apartments for young couples. Very, very, very many young couples have come to make Steroid their home. Um, I think that the education has grown a lot. There are very many more nursery schools than there were when we came. Um, but, you know, we we have to remember that the, there were people in Steroid down the street from me. There's someone who said that 52 years ago he got married in the house that he lives in right now. <laughs> So that's also part of the Israel population. And these old timers have been holding on steadily for a long time, and they're a very important part of the population. Arna Cohen is here from South Bend, Indiana, but in Stay Road for the last seven years, and in many other places in Israel for many years before that. Everything you just described, and yet we're here. Uh, where a few seconds ago a red alert, Savadom mm-hmm. went off. Do you ever get used to it? We're in the middle of it right now. How would you describe it to people who are listening? First of all, it doesn't um, contradict what I said before. Hashem has a special agreement with Am Yisrael that putting pressure on Am Yisrael makes us grow and develop and bring out the best in us. And I think that's true about Zedot also. Um, for people who have a, a good level of coping, people who are physically okay and emotionally okay, it's, you can manage. It's not pleasant. It's not normal. I sometimes I think that the emotional aspect is worse. In, in, the truth is the emotional aspect is much worse than the actual danger. Because the tension that Sebakadadom, that the red alert can cause, or the anticipation to t- red alert, or the panic, or trying to run f- because of the red alert is much, much more danger, dangerous than the danger of being hit. 
So the most important thing is to do everything you can to stay calm. It is a problem when you're dealing with the weaker parts of the population. Weaker parts of the population includes little children. We right. go outside to any distance with little children in this situation. Um, my grandchildren haven't visited here for a month, except for one family that came in the middle of the week to meet their father who was released from the, the fighting in Aza for 24 hours. They came to us to stay and spend maximum time with him, and they stayed home the whole time in our home. Um, people, for example, I know a handicapped lady who didn't leave her house for two months. The, she didn't go through over the st- threshold of her house for two months. Um, and for you, it's not just this month. It happens many other times as well, right? It's not, it's not as bad as it sounds on the media. It's not as often as everyone thinks. Steroid isn't such a, an object for our enemies today. It's much more interesting for them to make people in Tel Aviv or in, Stero- in uh, Ashkelon or in Ashdod or Beersheba feel uptight. And steroid is, is pre- well practiced. We, people in steroid have learned how to cope. And also we have more protection here than many other places. We have the bus steps that are sheltered. We have shelters and we even have a, a playground that has a shelter. Not that I really think that that's a way of life. The way of life is to show that we, that Eretz Yisrael belongs to us and our enemies have to realize that also. Yeah. Well, Kolakavod, I thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for, uh, on behalf of all of us, thank you to Stay Road for uh, all your hospitality and uh, continued uh, success here in the city of Stay Road. Well, my best wishes to all my brethren in America. And if you really care about Israel, come and influence. Come here and you can take a part. It's a democracy. You'll vote. You'll be a part of the whole this beautiful, beautiful picture here and put your 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 word in also in your life. All my best. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Uh, point well taken, as they say. Um, Orna Cohen, thank you. Made a point that all of us should certainly remember. Uh, we have the influence. We have the capability of having even more influence. And hopefully soon everyone will take advantage of that uh, possibility. Uh, I'm asking Dr. Joe Rosazada, who is um, uh, with us here today, to join me. He has a special guest from the city of Nertsvi. Um, where where are our special guests, Dr. Joe Rosazada, and a special mystery guest from the city of Neretzvi. Uh Good morning, Dr. Joe. Boker Tov. Boker Tov, Sadiq. How are you? Sadiq. Sadiq Ata. Sounds like, sounds like a drastic uh, description, frankly. Nah, Um Dr. Joe Rosazada is part of the uh, amazing committee of, uh, of Simon and Dr. Joe of West Orange, New Jersey. We are getting ready for the Big Safer Torah celebration. We'll talk more about it in a few minutes. But you have a special guest. Amichai Zeltzer is here with us today. Amichai Shalom. Shalom. Nice to meet you. Where is Nertzvi? It's uh, right between uh, Tel Aviv and Yerushalayim. Oh, wow. It's I probably passed it a thousand times and don't even realize it. Probably. How many years are you living in Israel? Since I was born. Your whole life. Yeah. How did you meet Dr. Rosa Zada? Oh, that's a wonderful story. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one, there is no one who can cross around uh, Dr. Rosa Zada and not meet him and, you know, Get known this uh, this amazing person, and you met in New Jersey, correct? Yeah, right. in Shul, in Shul. Joe and is hosting anyone who's <laughs> anyone who has a place and doesn't have a place to stay around Shul. He has an open house, <laughs> more than open house. It's it's an open hotel. Should we give some credit to Lori? Is she uh, also? Of course. <laughs> There's nothing nothing runs for uh, as someone who who was there a few times. 
Um, I must say that nothing can run without Lori. You heard about the big Simcha? Of they, course. They have a daughter now, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which is so, amazing. Baruch Hashem. They're all these years, thank God. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. And I'm sure her older brothers are very happy about it. <laughs> I, I ruined their three and three. <laughs> I, but I heard. That. They're going to have to learn to live with it, frankly. <laughs> but no, she's going to be good. She's going to beat them. That's, they, that's, 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 that's my goal. That's what's going to end that's up happening. What's, what, watch. Amichai, I was told you have an association with Nefesh Benefesh. You actually help people make Aliyah? Um, uh, yeah, I'm actually a lawyer. And right. I'm offering services to people who's making Aliyah. With I've been working in American law firm for five years. So now, as I open my own firm, I'm offering services to Americans and especially to people who make Aliyah and need help with uh, with all what a uh, lawyer can help them. Are you aware that hundreds of people are coming this coming week? I'm, I'm so happy for them. And We're going to so be there in Ben Gurion um, Airport to greet everybody. I'm, I'm so happy. And know. it's going to be amazing. And you should know, Nachum, you should know that, that not only he is very good at what he does, but honestly, like knowing him, knowing his heart, his heart goes with his work, which is unbelievable. You're not going to find anybody else like that, that he's going to put not 100% his heart into the thing. Like if anybody needs anything, whatever it is, he goes out of the way. It's not just, uh, you know, oh, you know, I'm a lawyer. Let me do the, the contract and finish and let's go on. But anybody wants to buy a house, anybody, anything like that, rental, pop, whatever it is, like he will go in and put in all of his effort. And he's an unbelievable, unbelievable person. Now that you have Dr. Joe's <laughs> reference, business is going to start booming more <laughs> than ever. Hashem. Are you kidding me? Amichai, is there a way for people to contact you from America if they yeah. want to speak to you about Ali Aishu? Yeah, sure. They can write in Google, Zelser Law Firm or, or um, Zelser Ochedin. Right. And they can dial 972-7722-0, sorry, 972-7722-00122. Simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Amichai Tadaraba, thank, thank you very you much so for being much. here today. Thank you, you so much. You came all the way from Neir um, I came all the way from Neir for the big simcha. For the big simcha. Speaking of the big simcha, you, Joe, you stay where you are. I'm going to ask Amichai to hand his uh, uh, headphones over to Simon. Because I do want to spend a little bit of time talking about what's happening here right after this radio show. It's a significant event. It's something that three of us have talked about for months. And finally, 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 we are here together. And I don't think Simon or Joe or myself can believe that we are finally, finally here together to celebrate today. Simon, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Great to have you and uh, thank you for all your help and for everything you've done to make this trip such a success for us. No thank yous. <laughs> but no thank yous are allowed, so I'm going to stop that. Um, well, here we are. The, uh, the short version of this story is that Yossi Baumel asked me in January if I knew anybody who might potentially have a safer Torah for the Ethiopian synagogue in Sderot. And I've had a little bit of a history. Rabbi Siegel could tell you that I thank God I've been blessed and I have a little bit of a history when it comes to Shiduchim with Sifre Torah. And I called Dr. Joe. And you know why we called Dr. Joe? We called him because we need something done. You call Dr. Joe because you know it's going to get done. And uh, he contacted Simon, and he contacted Simon because he knows we need something done. You contact Simon. And Simon went ahead, and as I said earlier, instead of waiting for the big celebration or dedication, he said, let's get the Torah over to Stay Road as soon as possible. And sure enough, today, in memory of three people, one a Cohen, one a Levi, and one a Yisrael, a Sephardic Torah will be presented to the Ethiopian synagogue in Stay Road. How significant is that entire package to you? Uh... Just unbelievable, unbelievable. I'm, I am so pleased it's worked out this way. I uh, personally knew your dad, Nahum. I also personally knew um, Joe Rosazada's father. Um, incredible people, 
and to have a to have Joe's father uh, a Kohen, and then to have your father Nahum a Levi, and to have my father-in-law, who was also an incredibly great person, um, a real leader uh, in his generation, um, Norman Trigger, uh, who was a Yisrael, um, also be part of this and. Uh, to tie them all together, it's just amazing. And uh, what's unique is that the Torah is being given to an Ethiopian synagogue that really didn't have any high-quality Torahs and only had one Torah at all. And they, now they at least have two Sifrei Torah when needed. They actually had two Sifrei Torah that were there, one that was totally pasul that they couldn't use, um, one that was really um, pasul, but they were using, they were you know making, making a go of it. So they really hadn't not a safer Torah to be able to use and it was um, it, it was special uh, it was special when we first brought it there we all decided together that it was going to be tough coordinating the uh, coordinating the trip and uh, it would be why should they be waiting over you know over Yom Tovim and uh, over Shabbat Shabbat not having a safer Torah so we, you know, we presented it to them initially, but we said we're coming back. And ironically, so. and I think Yassi Balmo can confirm this, I think right after it was presented, it was Shabbat Rosh Chodesh, right? Wasn't it like yeah, they right needed after two that? They needed two Sifritor immediately, and sure yeah. enough, they were able to use it uh, just a couple of months ago. Uh, and we are here today, and uh, Joe Rosazada, how interesting is it that we planned this trip a long time ago, and it kept getting postponed because we didn't know when all three of us would be in Israel. We end up planning it for this, for Erev Shabbos Nachamu, with the whole situation in Israel. And everyone, not everyone, but many people said, oh, I guess you're going to now postpone your trip, everything going on in Israel. And the three of us said, are you kidding? This is the time to go. This is the time to really get it, jump into action and make sure we're there for the big celebration. You know, Nachum, I, you know, I'm going to take a few minutes just, sure. just uh, to go over this. You know, like me and Simon, Baruch Hashem, we've been you know, last year we were here for, for you know, for, we went to Safad for like Baumer, and you know, he mentioned all the time, like he reminds me of, of a thing that I said, you know, Nisim and Flower, like anything that we do in this world or in this, in this world, in this, in this life, it's all Minashamayim, and everything, everything works out, you know, the way Hashem wants it. We could work from here till tomorrow, we could decide, oh, this is the day that we're going, but Hashem knows, and Hashem directs us to that, to that time of when we really, really need to be here, and when we really need to do. You know, uh, just a quick thing, you know, this, this, this parsha is parsha Vayat Hanan, and you know that Moshe Rabbeinu, our biggest, the biggest Jew, the biggest Navi, the biggest leader in the whole entire world, Daven to Hashem 515 times as we know, at, uh, you know, with the Gematria of Vayat Hanan. 515 times, Nahum. And not, not, Hashem said, no, that's it, no more, don't daven anymore, this is it, and you're not going, right? And look, look what we can do. Like we, a Pasha de Yid or anybody, a, a Joe, anybody could just buy a ticket and come to Israel and, and we sometimes say no, there's, you know, <laughs> the war is going on. Absolutely, you know, like you have to, you have to put that away and just remember that that Moshe Rabbeinu, with all his 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 mitzvahs and everything else, he couldn't come and step foot on on the land. And we mamish could every second we could come in any time we want. It's an unbelievable thing. I, I get emotional every time I think about it. Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't come, and you have a chance, and you Chas Shalom say, oh, 
no, the, the Gaza rockets or something going the, on. The toughest I, thing we have to, to, to do to get to Eretz Yisrael is decide whether we're going to eat meat or fish. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, uh, yes, the price of the ticket, but even a hundred years ago, we're not talking about a thousand years ago, but a hundred years ago, this journey took three months, four months. It was an incredibly arduous journey. We got on a plane in nine and a half hours right. or ten hours later. Yes, Simon, Simon alluding to the greatest difficulty we have, what to order on the menu when you get on the plane. Right. Uh, both Simon Jacob and Joe Rosada here. Um, we want to send regards back to the entire Jacob family, both in the United States and Israel, because there are plenty of them here in Israel, Baruch Hashem. And, of course, to Lori and the entire family back with the boys and your princess uh, yes. in West Orange, New Jersey. If, 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 again, sure. some few, few, few more things I just want to mention. First of all, like, you know, my kids, uh, you know, they were saying, they were telling me, oh, you know, what's going to happen? You know, they have this red alert right. thing that, that oh, yeah. every time they come, the app that comes up. And, you know, like what I, what I told them is well, every time you hear it, you just say Shema if you don't know anything else. Anything like that for the Jews that are all around. And I think it's an unbelievable thing that the Baruch they keep doing. And they asked me before I left... You know, David especially and Ike, the my biggest boys asked me like you're not nervous, you're not I said, Absolutely not. And they said, you know, could we come? Like, you know, like that's really what they All they right. felt it like as a as a little little kids, Baruch Hashem, you know. Um, were they scared? Yes, but they they definitely, definitely didn't feel like, oh, you know, like they Baruch Hashem saw the hand of Hashem and everything. So I do want to shout out to David, Ike, Rami, Ruvain, Aaron, and Talia Baruch Hashem and Lori and uh, you guys are special that you know, Baruch Hashem, that, that, you know, we are able to come here. And of course, Mama Golda and how can I, how, Baruch Hashem, you know. Mama, <laughs> best regards from me. That's it. And Rabin and Sima, of course. You know, Rabin, Rabin, <laughs> who I know at any moment now is going to be joining us. That's for it. He's going to That's it. That's it. I know he's sure. hiding somewhere in Steroids. That's it. And support, with cousin Moshe, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Sippy and David Shimon and Ariella, really, uh, you know, they're all, all davening for our Chayalim. Sippy wrote such a beautiful thing for the Chayalim. I, I'm really proud of her um, that I gave out, or you know, that I, you know, that I gave out Moshe and, and Galia, Yoni, Eli, Nina, Chama, and Abby. Really, I, I, you know, they're all behind this and. Uh, they're unbelievable that they all support this this thing. You need an entire show, show when Joe starts talking about <laughs> that. Simple as that. Uh, and a special hello to Dina Jacob. Yeah. Because she's an eyewitness to today's big celebration. It's nice to have a family member here with Rukushan, you, isn't it? Yeah. And also a shout out to Grandma Doreen. Um, and my wife who let me. And, and my brother Michael, especially in his family, let me come. So it was a very big deal. So Baruch Hashem. All right. Baruch Hashem is right. We're here to celebrate and uh, we will give you... Uh, uh, a, a, a taste of the Athlasa Safer Torah, certainly with the videos that we'll be posting, and obviously we'll have a report uh, about the Athlasa Safer Torah Monday when we're broadcasting from Yerushalayim right here at JM in the AM. Um, we will be joined next by Rabbi Fendel, and then before we get to Rabbi Yudin, we will uh, have both Rabbi Siegel and Rabbi Sharbat on to discuss the significance of this event uh, uh, today, the Athlasa Safer Torah here uh, in Steyrot. Um, continue to listen to JM the AM. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Rabbi Fendel has been um, in Stay Road for how many years now, Rabbi? Almost 20. Almost 20 years, and you have the distinction and the honor of serving as Rosh HaYeshiva, the yeshiva here in Stay Road. Uh, I love what one of your students said earlier, that a lot of cities have a yeshiva. You as the yeshiva have a city around you, the entire place. You've pointed this out to me every time I'm here. 
the entire place, no matter what their background may be, no matter what type of uh, homes they may come from, they all know where the yeshiva is in Sderot. And now it's even more. Now it's an army near the yeshiva there. We had about thousands of soldiers throughout the past three weeks. First of all, I'd like to extend the mazatov to Simon Jacob and Dr. Joe uh, Rosenstock and to, to you Thank for you all the much. help. It's a big inyan. That's what we need. Sifrei Torah, Simcha of Torah, Vata Kitfu Lachem et Hashirah Hazot. That's what our town needs. Could you, tell, could you tell us something about the Ethiopian community here? Is it large? Is it, is it been here a long time? What could you tell us about them? The rabbi of the community, Rabbi Alon, happens to be the name of the mayor right. of I the community. The and both of them have in common that they were in our yeshivatis there and we're proud of that tremendous connection. The Ethiopian community is not very large, but it, there's a lot of youth that are... My daughter is now leaving to be a komenarit of the Ethiopian community. We see them as real uh, potential balei tshuva and great citizens. Phenomenal. And uh, I hope I'll recognize some of the songs at Achnas Sefer Torah. We'll, we'll start a lot of them. You think so? Okay, I just want to make sure. I don't know. I'm not very familiar with the with the uh, different minhagim of the Ethiopian Jewish community. Um, you mentioned about the army being here. Uh, the yeshiva played a and continues to play, but especially in the height of this war, played a very important role just in giving basic necessities to the soldiers. What would they have done without you? The truth is, the army doesn't need the yeshiva tzeresterot. But they needed our spirit, and that was something very unique and very special. So many bonds, so many connections. Soldier just called me up last night, and he said, "I don't know how he got his my number. He just wanted to tell me the special relationship that was for that. The whole it's it's a group of officers, and we're talking about uh, hundreds of future officers and present officers. They're exposed to a yeshiva environment. They're exposed to what Hezder is all about. They're exposed to a special spirit and unity." People from Tel Aviv, they, they, one soldier asked me, he said, wait, you guys foresaw all this? Because I told them that nine years ago, our yeshiva was also packed with uninvited guests. We had thousands of people here. Then also, many hundreds, you know, over a thousand, uninvited, showered, slept all over the grass and in the dorms. Then it was a little different. We were also looking at maps, trying to figure out exactly how to get into the Gaza Strip. But it was really a demonstration then against the hideous crime of the senseless evacuation from the Gaza Strip. And so one guy said to me from Tel Aviv, a secular person, he said, you guys foresaw all this? <laughs> so I said, not exactly, even though many did. Yeah. We just saw a video of a rabbi being dragged out of his house saying, you're dragging us now out of our homes, you're going to see it's going to fall on Ashkelon and you're going you're gonna to feel sorry. But I personally didn't foresee it like that. We just knew it's a mistake. This land is a land that we have so much to do, so much learning, so many chidushi Torah that we didn't yet discover, so many uh, medicines that weren't yet, so much high tech, so much, so many, so much building and so much giving and so much learning. And these, our neighbors, they don't know what to do with it. A little out of breath. We keep in shape from running from uh, Kassam rockets. But that's not why we came to Stero, not to dodge the Kassam rockets. We came here with a real mission of bringing Torah to a development town. Development town doesn't have to always be developing. It could be developed. And I think you guys saw a little bit. And I'd like to invite all your listeners to come see Stero. It's not what you picture. Stero, not what you thought. It's not, a, it's not the pictures that you see in the Gaza Strip. It's, it's a lot of building, a lot of growth, a lot of learning. It became a capital of Torah and Zionism. It became a capital of uh, young couples that we found great housing here. There's a, a place between the two yeshivotas there. It's called Sterot HaTorah. Right. When they order cement, they say, bring it over to Sterot HaTorah. 
Our neighbors, they know how to live underground. I'm, I'm, I think we have to, came time to divide the land. You know, you live here a lot of years, you have to compromise. They could take the bottom and we'll take the top because they, they don't know what to do. It's like taking fish and putting them uh, out of water. That's the Arabs don't know how to develop this beautiful land. We do. And you can see it, we're building a beautiful Moskowitz Park. 50, 60 dunam. We think it's going to be a state-of-the-art park, nicer than a lot of the parks in America. With real beautiful equipment. We're building a, a visitor center, two gigantic Baruch Hashem, where we're accepting now another two and a half weeks. Even though you see the building, it's not finished. In another two and a half weeks, the bottom floor will be ready to accept almost 120 for first-year guys. And that means that they voted for us. Right. And they said that even though it may, people think it's not safe, the parents said, we want steroid. Rabbi Dofendel is with us. He's actually our host today here at JMNAM and Steroid. It's our honor. I appreciate that. You basically answered my next question, but just to reiterate, it's amazing the relationship that this city and yeshiva specifically, mostly because of you and people like Yossi Baum, will have with the American Jewish community. I was going to ask you what projects you're working on right now that would be of interest to our listeners, but you just mentioned the, the park is being built. Uh, more construction is going up in terms of uh, yeshiva buildings and, and dormitories, right? The major project, and this is something I think I can feel comfortable to tell your listeners, is the learning of Torah, the voice of Torah. That's, that's it. It's something it's much less popular. Everybody loves to build parks, <laughs> and we raised a lot of money for parks, and it's easy. And everybody loves to build... Uh, but what we need is we have hundreds of guys, and they end up getting married here and living here, and adds real kiruv and real kiddush Hashem. And these people, a lot of them are sfaradim, so the, the people, the residents see them as their children, grandchildren, and it created a tremendous impact on the school system, on the schools. When the former mayor, he got a little, he was a great guy, the former mayor, right. and he was very supportive of us. But a month before. The elections, he got frightened because the new mayor was someone from our community. And very popular. And very popular. And he thought, so he decided to make a campaign against me personally and the new mayor. Signs, having pictures of us saying, these guys are going to turn steroid into another B'nai Brak, another Bechemesh. And uh, the, the mayor told me, the new mayor, he said he went from house to house. And people said, these guys... We know them. We know them from the shuls. We know them from the schools. We know them from... They're our neighbors. They're great guys. And he won by a landslide. Right. And the mayor even reversed his campaign to be with us two weeks before, but didn't help. Uh, that's Mayor Alon Davidi. And I know you have uh, regards from him to us. He was not able to be here today. He's out of town, so to speak. But he's doing very well, right? He's uh, He has proven to be, as we suspected during the campaign, a real leader in this city. A hundred percent. And he said, he gives a lot of credit to his years as being a director of the yeshiva. He says he learned there how to galvanize and how to uh, excite the world uh, to make Sterot into something they thought they'd start up with a little hick town. They didn't realize that world Jewry will uh, unite around this town and, and make it into a, a special capital and center that it is. Amazing. Rabbi Fendel, continued success. What you're doing here is unbelievable. A lot of uh, members of the American Jewish community are very proud because they're very involved with what's going on here in Sterot. And uh, we wish you Hatzlacha Rabbah. And the spirit that you give us and the amazing optimism you give us, I hope it, it continues to uh, spread throughout the entire land of Israel. Amen. And we have a lot of thanks to the American community. The type of giving is something unique. It's something people have to write about, the, the, the generosity. And we couldn't have done what we did here without you guys over there. They love this town for some reason. <laughs> we appreciate that. We love them also. And it's something, it's a special schut and special partnership. We can't do this alone. 
Tadaraba, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Shabbat Shalom. A peaceful Shabbos Nachamu, as we say. JM and the AM, Rabbi Sharvat and, uh, and Rabbi Siegel are joining us now as we talk about the significance of this uh, major event that's going to be happening as we, uh, as we conclude our show. Once we conclude the show, we're literally going to go to the Ethiopian synagogue here in Stay Road and start the big celebration. Simon, we're under an hour away. Finally, after all this time, we're under an hour away from going to the synagogue and starting the big celebration. I cannot wait to get there and to uh, talk and to experience this day that we have spoken about for so long. Rabbi Sharbat is the rabbi of the Sparta congregation in Congregation Avasachim and Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey. I've had the pleasure of being there, Rabbi Sharvat. First of all, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Uh, this was a little bit of a surprise for you, because uh, at this time last week, you didn't know you'd be in, in Stay Road, Erev Shabbos Nachamu. No, I did not at all know I was going to be here. Uh, when this uh, the talks began, I guess a month ago, uh, Joe encouraged me to come, and I told him, I can't, I'm actually moving uh, or I did move on Wednesday, um, and he encouraged me, encouraged me, Rabbi Zwickler encouraged me to come, and I left literally in the middle of the move while the movers were packing the truck to go to my new home. I walked out, and I'm I, sure uh, your family's very happy about I, that. <laughs> and people are wondering where am I going to sleep when I come back home. Um, but I need to thank my wife first of all, Batya, for uh, allowing me to come here, and for uh, Joe and Rabbi Zucker making it happen for me to come. It's really an unbelievable simcha for the Jacob, Rosazada, and Siegel families. It's a simcha for West Orange community, no especially the Spartac West Orange community. To, no question. You know, we're so lucky to have two unbelievable people who could get things done. Um, and I've seen it with my own eyes, and now I'm happy to experience it here in, in yeah. Stero. And now I'm an eyewitness to it. I can tell you it's an amazing feeling having people who want to get things done and do it. Um, your thoughts. Uh, you know that this uh, Sefer Torah is being dedicated to the memory of three special people. We keep mentioning it's a Sephardic Torah in an Ethiopian synagogue. Your thoughts as all this is going on today. It's such a show of unity, a sign of unity. Um, you know, we think about the Ashkenazi community and we think about the Sephardic community. Then you have the communities that uh, are not mentioned that much and the Ethiopian Jews um, who are here in Israel sometimes feel left out. Um, and it's beautiful to see that uh, the Sephardim and Ashkenazim could come together and help the rest of Am Yisrael where the Ethiopian Jews feel like, you know, we, we are being taken care of. Um, and it's beautiful to see that they're going to have a Sefer Torah, a Sephardic Sefer Torah, and I'm very excited to dance with them soon. 100%. It's going to be a nice celebration, that's for sure. Uh, Rabbi Sharbat will report back to the West Orange Sephardic Minion next Shabbat, I'm sure, right? Definitely. I report more than just uh, what I've seen so far in Zderot, but to report uh, yesterday, uh, Dr. Joe and uh, Simon, we went to go visit uh, one of the uh, soldiers' family, to be Menachem Avel, um, and really just a show of unity for all of Eretz Yisrael that this they're not the alone. This was the Golden Family, right? The Golden Family, right. And I say that because so many people knew who he was just right. from the circumstances of his death. And you were there yesterday, we were there and you yesterday. spent some time in the northern part of Israel? We did. We spent some time in the northern part of Israel, and hopefully on Sunday, the central part of Israel. And really, we're trying to get to different parts of Eretz Yisrael to show our support that the Jews in America have not forgotten them. And even when there was a ceasefire, we're still not forgetting them, uh, as we know off, uh, so too often that, unfortunately, things don't just end peacefully. Um, and although we hope and we pray that they do, as we've just heard uh, an hour ago, a yeah. uh, red alert here right. in Stero. Remember way back when that ceasefire was on? Remember, the, remember those <laughs> days when they had the ceasefire? Uh, Rabbi Sharbat, I thank you. And now I introduce Rabbi Chaim Nassan Nate Siegel. 
Uh, we've had the uh, honor and privilege of doing many things together. Before, before I would turn to people like Simon and Dr. Joe, I would turn to Rabbi Nate, because he always seemed to have a connection to get things done. He's also one of those people, and he is here today to celebrate with us. As I mentioned, our father is among the people. And by the way, Rabbi Siegel, good morning to you. Good morning, Nachum. This is something that Simon insisted on. This was something that when we together uh, put together this project, and, and it all fell into you know our laps like this, Simon said, in addition to whoever we're going to memorialize with this beautiful Sefer Torah, we want Rabbi Zeb Siegel to be part of it. So I'm glad you're here today to uh, express our appreciation. I have to admit, I didn't even know until this morning that that was happening. <laughs> and I, I, I have to thank you very, very, very much. And I, uh, I just want to tell you an interesting thing that... Uh, People say to me, what are you doing? You're going there now. And your brother, my brother was here two weeks ago, right? And you were stuck in the airport all day trying to get home. But I remember as a, as a, as a kid, when my mother should live and be well once said to me, she said, I think daddy's going to go to Israel in the next week or so. So I said, why? She says, cause there's trouble there. So I said, what do you mean? Goes, he always goes when there's trouble. <laughs> and I see that his, ch- his children have followed that. And um, to have his name on a Sefer Torah in Steyrot in an Ethiopian synagogue, my father loved every Jew. That was one thing I could say, he loved every Jew. And to see that his name is going to be here in an Ethiopian community is something very, very special for our family. And there are no words to thank you for, for what you have done, and we appreciate it greatly. It is amazing, and uh, I was thinking of the significance, because you know how he felt about expansion in the land of Israel. Oh, and yes. you talk about Stay Road and the building and the and, and, and just the, uh, the Kibbutz Goliath, the Ethiopian community being here. Obviously, it's something that happened during his lifetime. It was a very recent development, as, as Jewish history goes. Put all of that together, he must have a great appreciation for an event like this. You know, I, I want to tell you something. I once took a group of, uh, of teenagers across the country, and when I came back, I was telling them about the Grand Canyon and Yellowstone Park and Old Faithful and everything I would say. He would say, yeah, we have that in Israel. We have that in Israel. We have that in Israel. So I said, okay, you have everything in Israel. He says, yeah, but you have to remember that. He says, you have to remember that Israel has everything, and that's your home. Never forget when he said that to me. Amazing, amazing, great message. Yeah. Uh, like we always say, you can go, you can go skiing in the Hermon, and the same day go down to Eilat and enjoy a hundred degree weather. Israel has everything, that's for sure. The Nachum, I have to just say, I was a little surprised by something when that red alert came. You didn't even bend down. <laughs> <laughs> the whole place is lying on the floor, and there you are. You're the biggest target in the room. <laughs> well, everyone seemed to think that I'm responsible for protecting everybody else. That's I figured right. if I stay here, everyone can hide behind. Just don't let mommy listen to those few minutes, okay? <laughs> I'll tell you, it's very interesting. The uh, Thank God. Thank God Iron Dome exists, and thank God the real Iron Dome right. is That's watching right. over the people of Israel, because right. God is very good to us, and Baruch Hashem... The majority of the time, thank God. And that God. Sefer Torah is adding more security to this wonderful city. Exactly. Exactly. I thank you very, very much, and it's great to celebrate this occasion with you and here. And we're spending Shabbos together. What great Which is pretty amazing that. as well. And ironically, uh, our other brother who lives in Yerushalayim is in the United States this week. Go, go explain that. I guess he heard we were coming. That's what happened. He heard we were coming, and that's it. that's how it developed. Uh, JM and the AM, I have been given um, a word, and uh, I, I really am happy to share this with uh, Joe and Simon and everybody, uh, that Rabbi Yudin is going to uh, discuss uh, this occasion today during his presentation on Parshas Vazchanan. He has been made aware of what's happening here today, this unique 
unique day in JMNAM history where we are participating in this in this uh, this this uh, hard to believe set of circumstances of how this all came together uh, and culminates today with this big celebration in the, in the Ethiopian synagogue. And uh, Rabbi Yudin is going to include it in his words and in a very special way uh, uh, this morning here at JMNAM. I do want to remind everybody that our weekly update, which normally is heard around this time with Malcolm Honeline, is going to be uh, presented next week. Uh, because of the special circumstances today, we are going to uh, postpone our next edition of the weekly update until next week. So you'll catch that about 7.40 in the morning next week right here at JMNAM on Friday. I also want to remind you that the uh, Teret Kohanim One Israel Fund, together they are sponsoring the Unity Concert with uh, God Elbaz and um, Eighth Day, 11 p.m. tomorrow night at the Master Gymnasium on Mall Road in Barryville, New York. As we always say, we want as much of a um, of an attendance as possible, as much of an attendance as possible for any event that's uh, considered a unity event at this time. So please make sure to be there tomorrow night, enjoy the music, and come out for Israel. And before we go to Rabbi Yudin, we're rejoined by... Uh, Simon and Dr. Joe. And Joe, you wanted to say something? Please. Just, uh, you know, I, I meant to say this before. Um, you know, first of all, I want to say that all our family, you know, David ben Yosef Akoin, who's my father, um, your father, Zev ben Yosef Halevi, and um, Noach. Noach ben Yitzchak. Ben Yitzchak, the Neshama should have an Aliyah. Go higher and higher and higher. And, uh, you know, I want to say that, like, you know, it's, it's, whatever Nisim and whatever you want to call it, that you know, Baruch Hashem, we were able to give the Sefer Torah to Sturot. I have to tell you, about 20 years ago, we, we came from Iran, as you know, in um, 1988, and right after that, my father came to Israel, and uh, he loved Baba Sali. And when he was alive, actually, he used to go see Baba Sali, which is right, Baruch Hashem, right, about five minutes away, right by Nativot, by Sturot. And he always used to tell me that uh, that when he used to, at the beginning, it used to take him about seven to eight hours to get here because he had to go take a bus from the Marcas here. Here, there was no bus. There's nothing here going through to Sterot or Nativot. And he always told me that like it takes me so long, but I really have to go to Nativot because he felt something. So it's all Minashmayim that you know I was thinking about it like that you know I'm giving a Sefer Torah in Sterot where he probably passed so many times <laughs> to get to Nativot and to get a bracha from the Baba Sali and then after you know, and, you know to go to, the, to to him over there. It's which is it means so much. To me and my father, you know, like really loved Am Yisrael. He really, really cared about about all the Jews from all different type of the world. And you know, we escaped just so we could have the freedom. We could learn and we could we could have a Torah. We could write a Torah. We could do whatever we need to do with the Torah. So it's, it means a lot to me. And Baruch Hashem, that it's joined by two great, great people: your father and Simon's father-in-law, uh, which I knew also. And it's, I'm, I'm amazed. And you know, Baruch Hashem, it's, it's amazing. And I really thank you for giving us that opportunity to be able to do this. Well, I appreciate that, Simon. You have one more minute? Sure. Okay. So I just I wanted to mention that Joe Rosazad is the Gabbai in Arminyan. And every week for the past few weeks, he's been going through and doing a Hashkabah, which is like a Kelmale for all of the soldiers who passed away um, since the beginning of this uh, whole thing with Gaza um, over the last few weeks. And also, he's been doing a, um, uh, what you call it, Mishaberach, for all of the soldiers who are hurt. And that list gets very long. 
And people in America, and I'm really, I'm, I'm taking this opportunity to speak to people in America, they kind of disconnect from that list. It's like one of the things that Joe mentioned uh, last week was, we've got to remember behind every name is a person. Well, one of the things I realized, when, and I spoke about it last week, was when, when I'm listening to that list, I suddenly heard my name. And I suddenly heard my father's name. And I suddenly heard uh, one of the other people in the community's names. And all of a sudden, all the names started to come out. And I realized that those names are not the names of disconnected people in Eretz Yisrael. Those names are our names. They're us. We're not, we're not there to support and know that somebody's behind that name. They're in front of us. They're standing there for us. And, and that's such an important thing. This is not about sterot. This is not, this, this whole war that's going on is not about sterot. It's not even about Israel. It's about Jews. Mm-hmm. And we're all Jews. And if we believe, if we believe it's about Israel and we're, we're disconnected in America and everything's, you know, everything's going to be great, we're crazy. To be honest, they're our front line of defense and they're standing in front for us. So we really, really need to remember that, to pay kavod to them. We tried to do that um, when we went to the Goldens yesterday. Um, we met with the twin brother. We saw the twin brother there. Um, we got a chance to talk to him. But Baruch Hashem, we have an opportunity, but we also have to have super hakara tato for every one of the people who's putting their life on the line for us. Not for them, for us. You know, as, as we were going from, from, from the north to the Golden family last day, I couldn't stop thinking about, you know, the things that I was reading to them, like, you know, like the, the, the miracles that Hashem does for, for Klal Israel. Like, you know, there's so much stuff that's going on that people don't even think about or know about. It's like unbelievable. Like, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm sure people know that, you know, there was a rocket that was going to hit Tel Aviv, and I'm not sure if you heard the story that there was, you know, they, they did the Iron Dome and it failed, and the second one, it failed. And then the, they sent emergency system to the place. I'm not sure if you heard this. And then all of a sudden there was a big wind that came and took the rocket and put it into the sea. And the guy that was sitting behind the Iron Dome, he recalled, he says, you know, there is, there is a God. There is a God that is unbelievable. It's not the just us. The Iron, Iron Dome is going yes. there. And there's many, many stories about that. And there's so much stuff going on. Uh, it's amazing. And by the way, Simon, uh, you talk about Hakarat Tov and expressing it. Uh, yesterday when we went ahead and thanked every soldier, you know what they say to us? They say thank you. And I'm wondering, <laughs> why would the soldiers be thanking us? <laughs> they come up to us and they say, thank you so much for giving us Hizuk. And we look at them and go, giving you Hizuk? Are you kidding? That's exactly why we're here. We're getting Hizuk, so much Hizuk from them. Unbelievable. So, Okay, thank you. Uh, thank, thank, you. you. <laughs> thank you, and now a special moment, because as I said, Rabbi Yudin is going to include this big celebration in his words. This time, each and every Friday, every Arab Shabbos, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Ve'eschanan. It is also... This week, Shabbos Nachamu. Now, I say this every year, that the very parsha itself of Eschanan, with its 12 mitzvos, 8 positive and 4 prohibitions, the parsha itself 
gives us nechama. The parsha itself gives us consolation. How so? Look at the mitzvos. You have in this week's parsha, aside from the repetition of the Ten Commandments, you have the mitzvah of Shema Yisrael, literally Achtus Hashem, the oneness of God. The mitzvah of the Yohavto Is Hashem Elokecha, the mitzvah to love God. And remember, we say the Yohavto Is Hashem Elokecha morning and night, after we've already recited the bracha, Baruch Hashem, Oheva Mo Yisrael, that God loves us. God loves us, and therefore we can return this love towards Him. You have the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, you have the mitzvah of Tefillin Shel Yad, the mitzvah of Tefillin Shel Rosh, you have the mitzvah of Mezuzah. Now before I continue, I want to say, Nachum, that it's always hard to leave Eretz Yisrael. I got in from Eretz Yisrael this morning. I'm doing the program towards Thursday evening in America, so you can play it, please God, from Stay Road tomorrow morning. This was so difficult to leave, as you will see yourself. I'm so proud of where you are in Stay Road. I'm so proud of what you're doing. to an Ethiopian synagogue in Stay Road. I want to give a yashukoach to the partners that you have in this effort, Dr. Rosetta and Mr. Simon Jacob of West Orange, and to say that just as I've been telling everybody of the incredible feeling of achtos that we've had over the last month in Eretz Yisrael, it continues by the Sefer Torah being literally dedicated in memory of Dr. Rosetta's father, Kohen, Nachum's father, Rabbi Zeb Siegel, Zechrona Levracha, Alevi, and Simon Jacob's father-in-law, a Yisrael, Kohen Levi Yisrael, but the unity of the Jewish people of bringing the Sefer Torah to an Ethiopian synagogue. We are all literally envious of this mitzvah and participate in the Simcha with you and the rest of Klal Yisrael. This Shabbos, as we know, is called Shabbos Nachamu, based upon the opening words of the Haftorah, whereby the Navi Yeshaya promises us, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, that there will be consolation coming to our people. This Shabbos is not only, like I say, every year, showing the resiliency of Klai Yisrael, that we were just a few days ago, this past Tuesday, Monday night and Tuesday morning, sitting on the ground, crying literally for that which we are lacking, and and now, all of a sudden, our capacity to be in a state of simcha. How do you explain this? So, the theme of what I'd like to share with everybody this morning, I believe, is such a powerful one. And that is that what we've experienced these last month beginning with, unfortunately, the kidnapping, and then, unfortunately, the war in Gaza, which we pray is over. The idea is that this has all been a chevle leida. This has been pains of childbirth. And when the mommy is going through these pains, we feel her pain, and we are, unfortunately, suffering with her. 
but we say to the mommy, please God, the end is good. There's going to be a healthy child. There's going to be, please God, generations. There's going to be good that comes out of it. And that is the very important lesson that emerges from, first of all, the parsha, and second of all, from the whole concept of our approach to life. Let's start with the parsha itself. So Moshe, right after the Aseris Hadibros are given to us in chapter 5 of Parshas Vo'eschanan, so immediately thereafter, Moshe says, take a look. God spoke all this to the entire nation, literally from the fire, from the cloud, and the especially thick crowd. Now watch this. What do we have? And the people said in Puzzle 21, God has revealed and showed His greatness, and we've heard His voice from the fire. Now watch this. The Atah, the people say, Lama Namus. Why should we die? When we will be consumed by this great fire. Now ask yourself the following question. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving the Torah to Klai Yisrael. Would you not have imagined that he would have given them, let's say, an assembly? Now whether or not they have a theater, seats, etc. Okay, but the bottom line is they're in a relaxed environment and now that they're in this relaxed environment, they have come on uh, the capacity to accept and to listen very clearly to each of the Ten Commandments. No! Just the opposite. The Torah tells us here in this week's parsha and at the end of Parsha's Yisro that after the first two commandments they come running to Moshe and they say to Moshe, Daber We've got to hear it from you. And let God not give us any more penomos lest we die. They were so frightened as we find in this week's parsha again. In if we hear any more from God Himself, we're going to die. Now I ask you a question, why? Why does Hashem have to give the Torah in such a frightened environment? And the answer is very clearly that from the mar, from this, quote, bitter experience, from this frightening experience, literally from the mar, Yatsamatok, comes the sweetness. Not simply the sweetness of Torah, but one could get the impression that what happened at Sinai, very simply, man has to eat, and man has to sleep, and man needs a job, and man needs to exercise. Man needs to do all different things in his life, and also he needs Torah. No! The fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the Torah in an environment where literally their lives were in danger, and they realized it, and they realized that in this kind of a very serious matzav, in this kind of a very serious circumstance, 
circumstance. This is how he is giving us the Torah. That in of itself taught us that very important lesson, that very important message, how meaningful is Torah. That if necessary and when necessary, the Jew is prepared to give everything, including, as we have in this week's parasha, b'chol nafshecha, u'b'chol me'odecha, literally, not just your resources, but b'chol nafshecha, even prepared to give your life. Now this is such a basic concept, and this is what we have to understand coming from this week's parsha, coming from Shabbos Nachamu, and this is how we are to look upon that which happened over this last few weeks. In Hebrew it's called the Kipat Barzel, the Iron Dome. Now let's talk about this for a moment. There's no question about it. People will say, look how the Iron Dome protected us. But go one step beyond. The Iron Dome intercepts the, the rockets. And then what? The rockets are broken into pieces. And where do they fall? Well, hopefully, very often, in completely isolated areas, as we've mentioned. But very, very often, it fell literally between the houses. The people saw Nisim v'Niflaos. And that's so very important. The Nisim v'Niflaos is not coming anymore from the Iron Dome. It's coming from the fact that it's falling between the houses. This is God Himself communicating with everybody, with the people. Now this is an idea which the Chassam Sofer points out in his Drashos. This is an idea which is found in the Avudraham, in in his commentary on the Haggadah that we say every year at the Pesach Seder, it wasn't just one people on the night of the Pesach Seder, meaning Mitzrayim, that want to unfortunately, wanted unfortunately to annihilate us, but rather in every generation, there are those that want to destroy us. Now, the next word is not Elo, but, says the Avudraham. It's not but, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Matzileinu Meyodom, but rather, Veh. It's one continuum, meaning that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings about, listen carefully now, the potential danger only to save us, to have a direct communication with us, and to remind us of the incredible relationship that we have with Him. And so literally what comes out of these past few weeks is that which we find in number one, and please bring to the table tonight on Leil Shabbos, bring the Navi Yirmiyahu, and turn to chapter 30 and turn to Pasuk 7 and read the second half of the verse where the Navi says the Ace Tsarahili Yaakov literally it is a challenging difficult time for Jacob for the Jewish people Umimena and from it Yivoshea and from it it will be saved. So the literal understanding of the verse is that there's a potential problem, but don't worry, you'll be saved from the danger. But our rabbis tell us on a much deeper level what's happening is, no, umimena, that from it itself, through the tsara, yivasheya, through the tsara, through the challenging times, will come the Yeshua. And this indeed is what our rabbis 
rabbis tell us is that famous Gemara in Psachim 50a, whereby the Gemara says, you should know that this world is not like the world to come. Olam Hazeh, in this world, Abesuros Tovos, literally for good news, we have a bracha. Baruch, with God's name, Hatova Metiv. The God is the good one, who literally extends goodness. But on Psuros Ro'os, Lo'alinu, when we hear, unfortunately, bad news, we say the bracha of Baruch Dayan Ho'emes. Le'olam Haba, which is, blessed is the one who is the true judge, and for us, unfortunately, it looks and it is bad at the moment. Le'olam Haba, in the future, Kulo Hatova Metiv. In the future, there's only one bracha that we're going to make, and the Tzlach says, that what does it mean? It means that on the sorrows we're going to be on that level that we're going to realize that from the tsara itself we're going to say the bracha of hatova mitiv. Now this is literally once again what you have in the Navi Yeshaya. And you can bring him to the table. If you bring a Tanakh, Yeshaya comes before Yirmiya. In the Navi Yeshaya, the first verse of chapter 12. And what does the Navi say? V'yomarto bayomahu. You're going to say on that day, Odcho Hashem, literally, I give thanks to you, God. Ki onaftobi. There's only one way to translate the words onaftobi. And that is for your being angry with me. Wait a minute. The idea is we're going to realize that once again, Again, from the that which appears to be bad, I recognize that the good comes therefrom. And this is such a powerful idea. And this is why we are so full of simcha this Shabbos, because of the fact that we recognize that we've been living through challenging times. But these are times that are bringing us closer to our ultimate geula, to our ultimate redemption. I want to close with a reminder that this Monday is a special day on our calendar. It is Tuba'av, the 15th day of the month of Av. The Gemara teaches us at the end of Ta'anis 30b at the bottom, spilling over to 31a. The Gemara teaches us of the different things that occurred on Tuba'av. I don't have time to go through them. They are interesting, exciting. I'm just going to share with you one. And that is, listen carefully, the Gemara tells us that Yom Shepasku Milichros Eitzim Lemarocha. Literally, it's the day, the 15th of Av, that they stopped cutting down trees for the fire on the Mizbeach. Rashi explains that the, the wood that was used for the Mizbeach had to be especially dry. So the wood that was cut before the 15th of Av, while the heat of the summer is still on, the sun has the capacity to completely dry the wood, and therefore there would be no worms in the wood, making it fit for the Mizbeach. From the 15th of Av on, it's starting to get a little bit cooler. The sun is not as strong, and therefore lest there be worms in the wood, 
we no longer cut the wood, and now that we've completed this mitzvah, it's a hap- of, of wood for the mizbeach, it's a happy day. That is pshat in the words. Yom shepasku milichros, this is what the words mean. The day that they stop cutting, etzim a tree lemarachav. Now, I'm going to suggest an additional understanding of these words which is appropriate for this year. This is not pshat, it's a remez, it's a drash that I'm suggesting. Again, I told you what the literal translation is, but now listen to this. Marocha, in modern Hebrew as well, means the battlefront. Eitzim is not only trees, but as we find in Parsha Shoftim, Ki Adam Eitz Hasodeh, that man is compared to the tree of the field. And therefore, we're being told, we're celebrating in addition on this coming Monday to make this all the more alive for us today we celebrate please God Yom Shapasku, a day that please God they stopped dying milichros cutting down the Eitzim these young very special trees these young special men Limaracha, who gave their lives for Am Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, and to give us all the opportunity to be able to develop our very special land in an environment of Shalom. It really is a Shabbos of Nechama. And I pray with all that in the schus of all this incredible coming together, that this, please God, continues in the schus of the many mitzvot which have been generated from these last few weeks and to conclude with the mitzvah that's going on this morning in Steyrot the very special all this should bring us another strong step closer please God to our ultimate Yeshua Shabbat Shalom to all JM and the AM live from Stay Road, and I thank Rabbi Yudin for acknowledging today's amazing event that's happening in Stay Road minutes from now. In fact, Yossi Baumel just confirmed with me that we're going to be, after this pre-recorded JM and the AM, we're going to be heading to the Ethiopian Synagogue together, our entire group. You've met a lot of our group today uh, here at JM and the AM. I do want to acknowledge uh, Daniel Crane of Yamin Moshe, who journeyed with us from Yerushalayim to Stay Road today as well. And I think we've mentioned everybody who is part of our group. We mentioned Dina earlier, who's here for the big family celebration. And um, I, uh, I, I thank everybody who journeyed with us. It was a, it was a fun ride to Stay Road and a wonderful stay so far. Yossi Baumel, we welcome you back to JM in the AM. This is getting to be a bad habit, Nachum. No, I like it. It's <laughs> yeah. a good habit. Yes, I know. We should have a show on uh, primetime or something together. Hey, this is primetime. <laughs> All right, so uh, here we go. Uh, everybody in the United States, you heard what I said to Rabbi Fendel? How the American Jewish community has this affinity towards Stay Road. I mean, there are a lot of great towns that get wonderful support from the United States, but there's something special, wouldn't you say, about our community in New York and New Jersey and the folks here in Stay Road? There's no question, and I think you were wrong in giving me any credit whatsoever <laughs> to it. There may be the last couple of years, but the truth is that... Uh, when the rockets first started falling here, the fact that there was an American Rosh Hashiva here in the eye of the storm really brought out 
the fact of well, how the people, what people are going through. And you know, Rabbi Fandel tells stories to everybody. He took people around before and he told them about how a rocket fell near his office. Right. I so, remember that story. So, uh, he, you know, he tells how he was, he remembers the Sugi, he was marrying Tuvot, he remembers right. which Sugi was in the middle, and the rocket falls right outside, and he runs outside. What he didn't tell them is that he, he yelled out, emergency, emergency, bring a camera. <laughs> And they took a picture of him cowering down next to the flaming Kassam rocket. And that picture went all over the world. I remember that. And that really was the beginning of the PR about Steyrot. I mean, the fact that a president like Obama came here before, and he mentions it so many times, Steyrot, Steyrot, right, that he's been here. Uh, the, th- that all started with Rabbi Fendel being here. And, you know, I know so few people. A lot of us have come in Aliyah. A lot of us are doing great things in Israel. But I know so few people who came from the New York area, who learned in Yeshivot and came to Israel and then in the end wanted to go to a place like Sterot where if you want to talk English, you have to call up your wife to talk her on the phone. But basically, this, we, I found a few people here, but really it's a, it's a different culture and he's, been so, he's so well loved. We saw the sign when we visited Beit Midrash on the door right. from the soldiers. We are thanking him and he told a little about it. He's just an unbelievable thing that he was here at this time and he was able to galvanize public uh, support and, and uh, interest in Sterot. And that's really, I just came on to be his uh, assistant. That really, he did, he did all the work. I know one other person like that, my Chavrusa from Yeshivare Alacha, Rav Yitzhak Elephant, who's the chief rabbi of Demona, who uh, went to live in Demona. You know, there's so few and far between. For us, it's easy to live in, <coughs> excuse me, in Efrat, in uh, German colony. You know, that's almost like, you know, it's better, of course, because of Eretz Yisrael, but it's easy for a lot of Americans to come here and make a difference in a place like this. is just unbelievable and unparalleled. And that, that's why it, it gives me so much strength to work for a guy like that. It's pretty amazing that the uh, the, the entire effort that's being made here, and, and we said this point <coughs> earlier, uh, one of the young people who was with us, the yeshiva usually is in the city. In this case, the city, uh, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bit of an exaggeration. Yeah, but still, With all due respect it, it, it is something when even people of varied backgrounds you know, are attracted to the yeshiva and know about it. Now, I discovered that many times when I first started working here when I said, I'm from the yeshiva, and they say, no, no, you mean from our yeshiva, right. people who are not religious at all, our yeshiva, that's how they look upon it. You have to understand, when boys who are going to serve in the army come from all over the country to live in Sterot, and the people here see those boys coming from all over. They think to themselves, they're not alone. These guys are going to fight for us in the future. They're coming here now to be with us, to help us, to learn Torah with us. So it's just, it's just an unbelievable thing that strengthens the community when they see that outsiders come in. And when American Jews come to visit the yeshiva and we walk through the streets and they see that American Jews come to identify with Sterot, that just blows them away. We had so many, uh, we talked about this already. How do people make arrangements for these trips? We've been, uh, we've been talking about it now. We spoke about it, Erev Tishabov. Which was what? Just a few days ago. On Monday. We yes, were together Monday. We were and today together. we're here Arab Shabbos Nakamu. So, so I can tell you uh, just an example. Since we spoke oh. last, there are three groups coming on Sunday. Robert Przinsky just emailed me that they're coming and I told him come a little in the afternoon because we have two groups in the morning. We have uh, some other group. Uh, Ken Abramowitz is coming to give a lecture on the fall of Western society here in Stero to the people. I'm familiar with Ken's topics. I, 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 heard, I, I went to see him. Here. He's great. And we have also uh, Rabbi Barry Gelman from Houston in Texas sure. coming with a few members from his shul on Sunday morning as well. So this is just, you know, this is, you know, this Shabbat is going to be my, uh, my first Shabbat off in a month or so because I was either here in Sterot in America and uh, Baruch Hashem I'm standing with my mother-in-law we're going to stay with her in Yushalayim. And the and, uh, phone uh, number for people to it. arrange these stories? In any case, so all you have to do is call 718 673 
718-673-4945. That's 718-673-4945. I just want to clarify to everyone uh, that this number reaches me wherever I am in the world. And this time, it, it, when you, by the time you hear this, I'll be relaxed and I'll be able to take your calls instead of answering the phone while I'm driving out of Jersey City, <laughs> <laughs> which I always get when I, when I leave uh, the uh, JMDM studios. So this time I'll be a little more calmer and I'll be able to take care of you. 718-673-4945. Or you can go to our website, stayrot.org. S-D-E-R-O-T dot org and press on the American flag for English and you'll get all the information about how to order a tour and to all about, all about the great work that we're doing here in Stay Do you Road. remember how key the West Orange and Livingston communities were for the Stay Road dinner this past year? Oh, there's no question. We This whole thing is like, you know, somebody mentioned about how the, the Jewish world is so small. So when you agreed... That you, when you told me that you maybe you have a lead to a Sefer Torah, I had been in Joe's house for Shabbat just a few weeks before that, and I didn't know who you were talking about altogether, and then I got to m- meet uh, Simon as well. Uh, so uh, I hope you met Rabin. I hope. Did he meet Dr. Rabin? I was in his house for Shabbat. Oh, Do you think I didn't meet Mama, I didn't meet Mama and Rabin? Hashem, just checking. But Cousin Moshe he still has to meet. <laughs> Yossi, I thank you. It's been an amazing day so far. It's only going to get better for us because we're going to celebrate together at the Ethiopian Synagogue within minutes. Mazal tov, but go ahead, a couple of points. Yeah, just a couple of things. People always ask me what they can do. And, you know, I want you to think back to what Simon was talking about earlier, about the fact that we are, Rocket in Ashkol, okay, not here, uh, <laughs> what Simon was talking about before, uh, about how the, the, we are fighting here your battle. And, you know, I always feel bad for American Jews because when they come here and they're coming now during the war and they want to tap into that special spirit here, we're blessed with feeling Knesset Israel, feeling one, the unity of the Jewish people in Israel. And in America, it's hard to tap into that thing. And whatever a person does, even when they give a large donation, it's not the same as the sacrifice of a Hezda boy who's on the front over here uh, in Stero. But there is one thing that I always tell people that American Jew can be sacrificed. It's like lying down on the floor during a, a, a steroid attack, and that's to be honored at a dinner. <laughs> that's how drastic that's the, it is. the carbon, <laughs> modern carbon of our time is to be honored at a dinner. People see you, they cross the street, they, go, they, they, they walk the other way. It's, I know people think that people get honored, it's a big pleasure. It's not a pleasure. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, to identify with the organization, have people point at you and say, oh, this, that, it's really difficult. When but, I see some soldiers today. Can I point this out to them? Yes. The people who are honorees you, ha- you, ha- you have to understand that, that when they do go through all of that, L'Shem Shemayim for the organization, and I said this to, to honorees of every, when we were at the Betarot dinner together, I right. went over to every honoree and I told them this, that the only thing in American Jew that equals the sacrifice of Jews in Israel <laughs> is to agree to be honored at a dinner. That is the ultimate sacrifice in America that you can have and that's a really important thing. I better we're, move to Israel quick. <laughs> we're... <laughs> We're going to be having a big dinner uh, right after Sukkot. It's going to be in the middle of November. We don't have the details yet. We're going to have a big dinner. And we're aiming that we want to have a 1,000 people come out after all of this to come out and identify. We had last year 500 people. We want to double it for this year. And this is very important. And this is is our goal right now. I also want to thank one uh, one person whose name I'm not going to mention. But on my recent trip, someone agreed to help us very substantially towards uh, with the building, the dormitory that we're trying to build. It's not enough. A lot of people have taken upon themselves uh, dormitory units. I want to thank all of them as well. But this is a really important thing. But I want to finish off with one thing. When you ask Rabbi Fendel what's most important, he told you Torah is the most important thing. I want you to think, for example, let's forget all the rockets and forget all the buildings, beautiful buildings you see on this campus. Let's think about the individual kid 
who comes here from Dimona, who comes here from Yerucham, who comes here from Nitivot, and comes here with his family having Torah ripped from him in the 1950s when the Sephardic Jews were subjected to this terrible, terrible uh, attempt to re-educate them. And these kids grew up in houses where maybe the father would go to shul, but you know they would do something else afterwards. And then when we take these kids from all over the Negev, and we bring them to the yeshiva, we turn them to leaders, we turn them to soldiers, we turn them to Talmidei Chachamim. It's basically the saving the future of the Jewish people, because that's the majority of this country. The Sephardic traditional people in this country are the majority of the people, and they're the future of the people. And when we save those people, then what we're doing is we're saving the entire country. And this is an important thing. Those people who don't have so much money, who can't give so much money for big buildings and things like that, Tuition, we have scholarship to have these people who their parents don't want them to learn in yeshiva, they, don't, they can't afford to send them to yeshiva, and this is something very important. When you can hook up to that Torah revolution in the Negev by helping these people, in my opinion, more important than all the rockets and all the buildings and all the other things, the Torah that is learned by these kids is the most important thing possible. I thank you, Yossi Baumel. Thank you for welcoming us. Shabbat Shalom. And one thing, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. Why does it say twice? One of the explanations is that the consolation, the Nechama comes in stages. It doesn't happen all in one shot. So we're going through a, dif- a, tough, a difficult time now. In last week's parasha, Medrash Tanchuma, Hashem asked David Melch, how come you don't finish them all in one shot? Why don't you finish them all in one shot? Why do you do it kima kima slowly? Hashem says, if you're not going to do it, I'll take care of it. So I just want to say, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, the consolation is coming slowly. It's the work of many people. We are Hashem's hands on this world, and we're going to get the job done. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, and thank you. Uh, we're here in Stay Road. We're getting ready for the big celebration. Achnasa Sefer Torah, just minutes from now, uh, at the Ethiopian Synagogue. Again, I thank everybody who's been participating with us, and the team of uh, Simon and Dr. Joe who made this happen. We're finally here, after all these months of planning and talking about it. And we're going to be celebrating together within minutes right here in Sterot. A, uh, a big thank you to Miriam L. Wallach for producing yet another amazing JMNAM show in our entire week that has been uh, so far, well, our, our wraparound week, I call it, from Thursday to Tuesday here in Israel, which so far has been amazing. And uh, I thank Miriam for that. And I thank PC Guy for leading our engineering team, a very large team that has come to uh, join us. Uh, no, in, oh, no, serious, it's a smaller team than usual, but I thank him for all his efforts. It's been amazing. And much appreciated. A big thank you to Stan back in our studio. A big thank you to the Inbal Hotel, which we are highly recommending to all the tourists and all the people who are coming to Jerusalem. They, again, have extended their hand of hospitality to us, with open arms, I should say. And we'll talk more about them on Monday. I think we're going to be doing something extra special with them on Monday, in fact, from Jerusalem. So a big thank you to the entire staff and those who made the Inbal Hotel possible for us. And that means that I have to thank our very own Mayor Weingarten, who always helps with these trips in advance and has been especially helpful, even more so than usual, this time around. And I thank him for that um, from all of us here at the uh, at the big uh, journey to Israel. Don't forget that Monday we're in Jerusalem, and then Tuesday it's Nefesh Benefesh, in a unique radio broadcast, something that never gets old. We may have done it last year, but I guarantee you this year is going to be a lot different. And that is being at the plane in the old terminal, actually, of Ben Gurion Airport, when hundreds of Olim arrive on Tuesday morning. It's extra special that we get to be there and speak to these Olim and have this connection with Nefesh Benefesh. And we are looking forward to an amazing and incredible show Tuesday morning from the airport right here at JM in the AM. Candle lighting on this Erev Shabbos Nachamu. Erev Shabbos Parshas V'Eschanan is 7.43. 7.43 candle lighting time. 
We get set to celebrate in Stay Road and wish everybody a wonderful Shabbos from all of us at JM in the AM. The sun is going down It's shining through the trees Another week's gone by Become a memory So throw away your hammer There's nothing left to do Go on home and find the gift That's waiting there for you Oh, it's time to say good job Cause all your work is done Gonna spend the day together with the Holy One Say a special blessing on a cup that's filled with wine Man and his creator, it's a very special sign Your candles will be burning, they'll fill your home with light Singing songs of Shabbos Well into the night So throw away your hammer There's nothing left to do Go on home and find a gift That's waiting there for you Oh, it's time to say good Shabbos Cause all your work is done Gonna spend the day together with the Holy One Say a special blessing on a cup that's filled with wine Man and his creator is a very special sign Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org. 
And that wraps up an amazing day for us here in Sterot. Actually, an amazing show. The amazing day will continue as we celebrate the Achnasa Sefer Torah that we've been talking about all this time. A big thank you again to, uh, to Simon and Dr. Joe and everybody who participated with us today in this very special program. A big thank you to everybody here in Sterot. And uh, don't forget Monday from Yerushalayim, Monday morning. Make sure to be tuned in starting at 6 a.m. We're going to be doing the show from Yerushalayim earlier in the day on Monday. Make sure to join us and uh, and be tuned in. Uh, all the photos, go to the Nachum Siegel Network Facebook update page. Nachum Siegel Network Facebook update page. And you'll be updated on everything that we're doing in Israel and see some of the amazing things that we've been able to experience while we are here. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Great weekend. Enjoy Nachamu, everybody. And until Monday morning, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.